I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello, people. Hello, hello, hello. And happy Monday to you. Woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. Guess what? We are excited tonight. Chris is on the air with me. We, if I had my bells and whistles, I'd be blowing them and I'd be whistling because we are celebrating our fourth anniversary on the air. Are you with me, Chris? Hey, honey, can you hear me? I'm here. Oh, there you go. There you go. I was, I was holding my breath for a second. Say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello. Let me hear your excited voice. You know you'd be doing imitations and stuff. Let me hear your excited voice. Hello, 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 everyone. Hello. (laughs) That's not real. (laughs) Okay, I get to act silly for, for the both of us. Chris doesn't. He doesn't act silly like I do, but he does get get crazy sometimes, folks. So um, anyway, I am excited. It just kind of hit me at the last minute, at the ninth hour, so to speak, the 12th hour or whatever you call that, when I'm, like, getting ready for tonight. Then it hit me, oh, my goodness. Our anniversary was um, September the – well, let's see. Let me Let me rephrase that. Um, we went on the air, we started on the air on September 13th, 2010. So that is four years uh, and, what, about a week, approximately a week. (laughs) So we're a week off from the actual date, but it's been four years. Isn't that amazing, honey? Christopher, isn't that amazing? Time flies. Time flies when you're... Huh? It's amazing how it flies. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I was thinking about how amazing it it was, too, how the Lord really orchestrated um, us even coming on the air. You know, how it all came about, how it it started, and... um, I just kind of wanted to tell our listeners, um, tell our listeners that that story, um, for some of you that may not have heard that story, I just wanted to tell you that story. Um, I was actually promoting my first book, The Story of Me, um, through my publisher, Author House, um, 
Author House is my publisher, and um, they um, I had actually purchased a, a promotional package that included a radio interview on Toginet, and um, I did the interview. I don't remember, I, I didn't think to look up the actual date of that interview, but I remember I did the interview. Well, let me back up. I'm, I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. Um, I want to say a little bit more about the first book that I was promoting, okay, so people will know what I'm talking about. I was promoting the story of me, and I'm going to read the back of this book for you all. So if you haven't heard it, here it goes. This story is about a woman who lived through the terror of incest and overcame the devastation that comes with such a trauma. It is not a story of self-pity. It is a story of victory and offers hope to anyone who has fallen prey to the type of spirit that would try so viciously to destroy a person's very soul and rid them of their destiny. If you have loved, been rejected, divorced, had your dreams stolen from you, been used, abused, molested, raped, a victim of incest, you may find yourself in my story, the story of me. So that tells you what my story is about. Um, the Lord blessed me to write my story back in 2002 through some very interesting circumstances, and then he led me to publish it in 2004. And uh, from that time until 2010, I... Um, you know, did some uh, public speaking engagements, uh, did some public, some book signings at various places, and did what I could to promote the story because I want to help others and let other people know that if they have suffered any of those traumas like what I have mentioned, that the Lord Jesus Christ and God, our Father, care about them. He cares for you and that he can help you overcome those traumas. So, as I was saying, I was working on promoting that book, and I did an interview um, on Toginet Radio, and from that interview... The um, the host, after we finished the interview, he asked, he told me that my interview was very sincere and it was heartfelt, that it really touched him. Um, he asked if I was interested in um, being on radio. And I was. <laughs> so right then and there, he put me on the phone with the um, CEO at that time, who was Mr. Martin, John Martin. Um, since then, we've become good friends, but he put me on the phone with Mr. John Martin at that time, and um, we discussed the particulars. I had never done radio 
at that time. Chris had never done radio at that time. And um, we just we just felt, though, that something like this was in our future. Um, I felt that I would one day be doing some form of media, uh, whether it was television or whether it was radio. Um, I didn't know for sure. So when this came up, I felt like it was um, a perfect opportunity. Honey, do you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> what memories come back to your mind? Like when I first when I first mentioned it to you, what what do you, do you remember? What you were thinking? <laughs> How you felt? <laughs> what your thoughts were? Well, it was exciting. I um I just knew that God was sending us in another direction. I was like, well, I know my life has more than enough energy, so <laughs> I try to. <laughs> Hang on, the best of my ability. Oh, I remember. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You knew I had more than enough energy. Well, praise the Lord. Yes. Oh, it was. It was an exciting time. It was also kind of a, a frightening time. But I was looking through our records, and I actually found um, an email that we sent out to um, family, friends sisters and brothers in the Lord, you know, partners, who people who had partnered with us in ministry, and I sent out an email, and then I also mailed copies to people that we knew that didn't have email, and I just want to read some of the highlights from that email. This was June um, 21st. Let's see. It says, we are truly excited to tell you we have, we have considered the possibility of expanding our radio ministry concerning the story of me. Uh, We have, uh, I'm sorry, let me do that again. (laughs) We are truly excited to tell you we have considered the possibility of expanding our radio ministry concerning the story of me expanding our ministry concerning the story of me to the radio. I'll get that right, people. I guess I should settle down a little bit so I can read, huh? <laughs> we have discussed the matter with our coworkers, and we all agree this is a good opportunity to reach hurting people and share the message of Christ with them. This was something that I had forgot about. Um, this part that I'm getting ready to read, I had forgot about that, so it's good to have records. Looks like we got a few minutes before break. Um, it's good to keep records. Here we go. We heard a word a few weeks ago, and I believe I was um, watching a television program, one of the Christian television programs. We heard a word a few weeks ago that gave instruction to the body of Christ The guest on the show at the time was saying, those in the body of Christ, uh, we must obey the voice of the Lord in order to walk through the doors he will open for us. He said, obedience is the key. He also instructed those who have opportunity to get on radio or television this year to do so. So we believe this is God's will. Uh, At that time, TogiNet had a listening audience between 60 to 70,000 people. That was at that time. I know that it is a lot more now. Um, 
if uh, if my engineer wants to chime in and tell me what the numbers are now, that would be welcomed by me <laughs> or send me the figures and I can share it. But I know that uh, it has grown since then. Um, because they are online, their audience is worldwide, not just national. So here we are, people. Here we are. Woohoo! <laughs> More after the break. All right. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. people it's me i'm back and i'm still excited chris are you still excited (laughs) well i just received word that toginet just hit one million downloads for the month of august (laughs) so they have 
grown tremendously from the time that I started with them. Wow, one million downloads for the month of August, and I am so happy to be a part of this program. And I want to take a moment actually to thank all the staff at Toginet. I mean, there's some that um, helped us get started. Um, they're no longer with the station, but they helped us get started. And then there's a new group of people um, that can, just came right in and just kept things going and, and continued to help me uh, take care of things behind the scenes. So a shout-out to the TogiNet staff. Some of the names I know are Kevin and and Eric and, um, uh, oh, my goodness, I don't want to forget anybody, so I guess I should stop. Um, oh, my goodness, there's a couple of names that <laughs> – that are lurking in the back of my brain. So you guys just know that I love you and I thanks. I, I know that there's George and, and um, oh, a few more names. I'll think of some more names as we go along here. All righty. Okay, so anyway, back to our celebration and um, reliving the past four years. Um, as I said, I've never done radio. Chris had never done radio. We didn't have any experience in that area other things had done um, things like put on fashion shows and productions and plays and musicals and you know we worked in various types of jobs that required us to have um, other types of skills that would help us in this endeavor so we said okay let's let's start to seek the Lord about this we said we were going to do it you know I began to pray about it because um I really wanted to make sure that this was something that the Lord uh, wanted us to do. Um, I knew that there was possibly, you know, that I could face some backlash um, from some people. You know, this is not a topic uh, that people want to talk about. People don't want to deal with sexual abuse. They don't want to deal with uh, the traumas that um uh, related to sexual abuse, it's really a taboo taboo subject. Um, although I've noted over the years that it's becoming more and more um, talked about, that it's being exposed more, and for that I am very thankful. So um, anyway, I began to pray and ask the Lord to confirm this uh, move, confirm for us that we should do this. Uh, while I was praying, you know, for confirmation and praying for funds on how we would um, fund it, uh, we went ahead and signed the agreement. We went ahead and signed the paperwork on July 12th, 2010. We signed the paperwork. That's what you call stepping out in faith, stepping out in faith. That's what we did. We said, okay, Lord, now we're in it. We're in it. We're in it to win it. So um, between July 12th and September 13th, which was the first uh, show, uh, show date that we aired, the Lord answered my prayers. He answered my prayers in a very interesting way, something that um, 
I wasn't expecting, but as I began to try to organize my thoughts and try to write down some ideas on how I would even conduct the program, what I would say, what I would do, how I would format it, um, the Lord just began giving me inspiration and thoughts that ended up becoming my second book. I mean, the the Spirit of the Lord just began to talk to me and just confirm things to me, and I began to write them down. And before I knew it, I was writing, and I was writing, and I was writing, and it just turned into my second book. And the name of that book is Overcoming Sexual Abuse. And I would like to thank my husband, Christopher Jones, because he wrote the foreword for that book for me. Clap clap your hands. Clap your hands. Woohoo! Clap your hands, people. <laughs> he wrote wrote the foreword for me. Um he has been my partner not only in marriage and in life, but in um in many things as he continues to be on this show. Honey, I want to thank you personally because I could not have done what I'm doing without you. Um, You give me so much strength. You give me so much encouragement, so much love, so much support. You give me humor when I need it. Um, You know, when I'm feeling inadequate, you let me know that that I'm more than enough. So thank you, handsome anointed one, (laughs) lover of my life. You're quite welcome, dear. Got any thoughts? You got anything to say about yourself at this point? (laughs) You know, I've just been enjoying the ride, and um, I've just been thanking the Lord for what he's doing. I know that the ministry has been reaching somebody. We, We don't always know who it's reaching, but we know that Somebody's logging in and listening, and, and we pray before we go on the air, and we ask the Lord to touch, touch that person that really needs needs to hear from you and use us as an instrument. And um, I know that that's been happening. We don't always get the reward, you know, when we expect it, but God is going to reward us all for being diligent to do His work. So I just thank Him for the opportunity. Be able Amen. To, um, to be sensitive to people's needs and to be sensitive to him and to be in the position to be used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. Isn't that what it's all about? You know, just being open to what he wants us to do and using our gifts and our talents for him. In, in whatever way that we can. I mean, that's what he gave them to us for. Uh, I remember that after we did the first show, of course we told friends and family and, and different ones to um, tune in uh, and listen to help support us. But I remember, I believe it was like the next morning that um, I talked with John. I think he called me and he says, um, do you know, you know that you had... 10, 10 listeners for your first show. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And I was 
so excited because I didn't know if there would be one listener. <laughs> I was so excited, and I'm still excited because um, I was I was determined not to commercialize this show. I didn't want it to seem. Um, you know, manufactured, if you will. I wanted to flow in the spirit as God led me to to go. I didn't want to promote it through any types of gimmicks. Um, the Lord led me not to seek out, like, famous names or famous people, but to have guests that were everyday people, um, like myself, Um you know who 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 had experienced things or gone through things, and they were willing to talk about it and share about it. And so, um, one of the high points. Um, well, I don't want to I don't want to say that too soon, but our our statistics began to slowly, slowly, slowly grow. And I'll and I'll try to remember to tell you the high point of our statistics. Um, by the end of the show. I don't want to give it away yet. <laughs> so anyway, um, I mentioned how how as I was preparing for the show, I ended up writing a second book, and that became the material um, really for like the first, at least for the first year of the show. That was enough material for the first year of the show, and that was from my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, and let me read from the back of that book. Um, it says, millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rapists, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed? delivered from abusing others? Find answers to these questions and many others in these pages. I go on to say this book is more of a how-to manual, how to recognize, relate to, categorize, and be delivered from the effects of sexual abuse in your life. Although I outline the process and the steps involved in getting free from the vicious cycle of abuse, my intent is still not to advise but mainly to let you know what the process is and that there is a process. Some people don't know that deliverance is a process, um, that, it, that it doesn't happen overnight. For many people, it's a, it's a process and it takes time. You know, but I want to I wanted to encourage people and to let them know that they can be whole, that they can recover, that with God all things are possible. They don't have to suffer in silence like so many people do, um, you know, just trying to cope and trying to bury it and trying to de- deny that these things have ever happened. More after the break. Woo-hoo! Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. 
are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? Taking pills? Being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vicealis. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. people this is me i'm back and i'm still excited and we are still celebrating and we are just recounting some of the wonderful events you know that led up to us being on the air and um sharing with you the goodness of god and how he made all of this possible you know i was talking to you all about one of the emails that we sent out to some dear family some friends some sisters and brothers in christ some partners in ministry and um, one of the paragraphs that i wrote here was that if we ever needed your support we need it now this is what we have sacrificed for, what we've prayed for, that we would be able to reach many and affect our communities. You can support us by praying for us and sowing into the ministry. Well, we received some financial support from some very good um, dear friends of ours, um, Pastor Charles and Ramika White, they are um, pastors of Liberty Christian Center, 
and I believe that they are going to call in and talk to me tonight. I invited them to call in and talk to me. Let me see. Are you there, Brother Charles? Yes, hello. How are you doing? Hey, Brother. How are you? I'm blessed, highly favored. Good to be here tonight. Wonderful. Is your lovely wife with you? Well, I won't keep you guys very long. I just wanted to say woohoo, woohoo, y'all. <laughs> I want to feel some. I wanted to feel some love from you guys. I wanted to, you know, hear your voice. Have you guys come back? Um, we had you on the air. Uh, it's been a couple of years now, I believe. I didn't even look up uh, what year that you guys were on the air with us, but we, we had you guys on and did a couple of shows with us. So um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your your financial support. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your love. You know, we wouldn't have been able to to advance this ministry without without your contribution, without your help, and without your partnership. Just wanted you to know that. Amen. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, as well, we appreciate the friendship, the prayers, the fellowship, and in times you all sowing into our ministry. Because if you all remember, you all birthed the sold the first season to our ministry that lunch us as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, praise the Lord that we're workers together with Christ. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much for the, taking the time to call in. People, this is, this is Pastor Charles and Ramika White. They are pastors of Liberty Christian Center. Um, they are in transition, but nevertheless, they are still pastors. And we just love you guys and um, hope to be talking to you soon. All right. God bless. God bless you, Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Chris, are you there? Chris is on the on the. In case Chris wants to say hey to you guys. Chris, are you there? I'm here. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, they hung up. Oh, okay, they hung up, so they didn't hear, they didn't hear okay. that part. <laughs> well, that was a blessing. That was a blessing to have our good friend. You know, um, we are workers together with Christ, and it takes um, all of us. You know, one cannot say that, you know, I am the foot and um, – I'm, I'm only the foot. I'm not important, you know, because the foot is connected to the leg and the knee is connected to the leg and the arm is connected to the body. And, you know, so we are all fitly joined together and important in the body of Christ. Um, I didn't get to call our other um, supporter, and that was um, evangelist Annette Brown, because she was one of the people that donated to the cause as well and helped us to launch this show. I'm not the same woman I used to be. I'm free. Okay. So moving right along, let's see. What were some of the other highlights um, of the first year? 
we had a very dear friend. Um, she was one of our first listeners, and she would listen, and she would email me, and um, occasionally we talked to each other, and that was so encouraging because we needed that. We needed to know that somebody was listening and that it was benefiting somebody. So I pulled out some of her emails, and I'm going to read some of the highlights to you guys. Let's see. This was September 16th. She says, It's 7.25 p.m. here, and I just finished listening to the entire show. That was some pretty heavy stuff to put on the airwaves, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> she says, I know it will help some, and I pray it won't cause you any grief from your extended family. She says, we know that most black families often refuse to admit to any type of abuse or misconduct from parents, when in fact we have some of the most abusive parents in the U.S. because of drugs and this world of inequality we um, have lived in. She says, I will be online for next Monday's show. Again, thank you for your prayers and love. We have parallel lives divided by a generation. So many things are the same. So many things I can relate to. Take care and stay strong. Love to you and Chris. Miss um, M., we 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 called her Miss M because we were trying to um protect her identity. So that was the first email that I got from her and I was so excited, so excited to get that email. <clears throat> then on September 24th, Miss M wrote, "It's 11 p.m. Thursday, just finished your radio program." You are dealing with some heavy material and doing a wonderful job. Keep up the great work. I'm sure you are helping all who listen with an open heart and mind. Then she went on to say, and I have a question. And she began to question me about one of the statements that I made on the program regarding the heart of man uh, being evil. And she let me know that uh, initially she disagreed with what I said and the email is a little bit uh, lengthy, um, so I won't read it all. But I can't remember if we – I think we must have talked about it, and then she understood where I was coming from. But, you know, it's okay if people disagree with me. I mean, we we all have different opinions. I just tell it the way I understand the scriptures to read. So I was still very glad that she um, – you know, was communicating with us and that she was listening. <laughs> so let's see. She And then she goes on to say, uh, she oh, that was before. I did listen to part of your Monday show. I will listen more tomorrow. So that was just encouraging that she was listening and calling um, and keeping us encouraged. Okay, here's another one. This was October. She said, as you know, 
I usually listen to the show on Tuesdays, but since I had to check my email, I found your new mail, so I will give your question a try. We were sending out questions at that time and asking people for their response, and um, we were asking about lust, something to do with lust, and she answered the question, and um, she answered it quite well because she gave me a couple of paragraphs here. (laughs) That was also from Mrs. M, Miss M. And then October 6th, um, I looks like I had told her about um, another show that was airing on Toginet at the time. I haven't looked lately to see if it's still on the air, but it was called Cecil, I believe it was called Cecil and Me. And um, the host was Cecil Murphy. And he was talking about the book that he wrote when the man you love has been uh, sexually abused. And I thought that it was a great combination for the type of work that we were doing. So I had um, suggested that my listeners uh, listen to his show, and she let me know that she did. But she also listened to my show, and, of course, she said... Uh, She was biased, so she said, listen to both shows tonight. Naturally, I prefer your show, but I am biased, (laughs) so I won't say any more. And then what does she do? Um, This is great for me and so many people like me who, for whatever reasons, cannot tell the world about their personal demons. Always, you're in my prayers, Miss M., Okay, and I don't know if I have time to do this next one. This was November 11th, and this was actually, to me, one of the highlights, uh, a very special moment in our show when Miss M sent us this. But I want to do it justice, so I will not start it um, before the break. I will come back after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? A sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, Amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse. 
Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on DougieNet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. You know, time flies when you're having fun. And uh, because we are celebrating, I am just... um, enjoying myself. Um, Chris is excited. We're excited here on the air. And I just have to get right back into my topic because I'm running out of time. I can't believe it. I'm running out of time. I'm still in the first year. I'm still reviewing things from the first year. This is November 11th. Miss M emailed us and she gave us this Beautiful, beautiful testimony, and she says here, let me start by saying that my father was my rescuer. When he and my mother married, I was removed from my situation. As an adult, I was able to confront the offensive person, and I was told that my abuse was part of becoming a woman. Needless to say, I was very angry, and I praised God for a cool, cooler head. I was able to forgive the foolish. Now, as I look back, I can see that the sins have followed down through the generations. Number one, the oldest child died of terrible disease at less than 50 years. Number two, daughter addicted to drugs, killed by drug pusher at 40 years of age. Number three, daughter died after battle with diabetes and renal failure at 50 years. Number four, grandson in prison for life after killing a person at 21 years of age. Number five, granddaughters addicted to drugs. Apparently, four of the granddaughters were addicted to drugs, and they sell their bodies to feed their habit. All started drug abuse at 16 or younger. Number six, great-grandchildren forced into state care since mothers are unfit and all under five. All of the great-grandchildren look like they're under five years old. All because this person could not say, forgive me, I am sorry. She's referring to the person that abused her. And she's talking about how that person's life affected their 
own children and their great-grandchildren, how the effects of their behavior passed down through the generations that uh, followed. And she says, and now everyone connected with this person still suffers as a result of a transgression and abuse of an eight-year-old girl. She's letting us know that she was eight years old when she was abused by this person. And the person was, um, I'm sorry, an eight-year-old girl. She says, I wish it could be different. It's painful to see suffering caused by an unjust deed. I do pray for this person's soul as well as the family, and I am more forgiving now than I was years ago. Keep giving us the strength to talk about our demons. That was truly, truly, truly a surprise to me, and it truly touched my heart, and it truly encouraged me that what we were doing was necessary, is necessary. Um, so let me move fast forward because my time is really going to run away with me. Um, highlights of 2011, one of the things that just stood out in my mind was when we had my guest, Veronica Wright. Um, she joined me, looks like it was on March 7th, 2011. Let me read the back of her book for you or at least some highlights from it. Veronica Wright had it all together, or so it seemed. She had four beautiful children, an inviolable marriage, and a position of prominence in the women's ministry of one of the largest and most successful churches in the world. Her relentless pursuit of perfection was an attempt to escape the harsh realities of her past, where truth was stranger than fiction. Now her carefully kept secrets were beginning to rise to the surface. Struggling to keep her marriage intact, she found herself inside a counselor's office in need of redemption. With the guidance of a trusted therapist, she backtracked through the decades where she had methodically packed away her memories and carefully wrapped boxes in a special storage closet in her mind, ever lurking on Im imagery shelves where the dark family secrets sealed tight by an unspoken strict code of silence. No one, including her husband, had any knowledge of her unimaginable childhood where few would have survived all that was soon going to change. She came on the air and she told us the horrifying story of her child abuse, of her family's involvement with the occult, um, but how God delivered her, how God healed her, and how um, where she was at in her life as a result of God's intervention. So that stood out to me as one of the highlights of 2011. Highlights of 2012 was when I had Kathy Macias. I believe I uh, learned about Kathy Macias from looking at some of the other shows on Toginet. There was another show where she was um, a guest, and I was interested in her work and interested in her writings. She is a, um author of multiple books, and um, I contacted her, and she was kind enough to send me several of her books, of which I read all of them, and I thought that they were excellent, and they um, told the story um, of, of um, 
in the encounters and, and painted a picture of what sex trafficking is like, even right here in this country. Um, I can't read all of the back of her book, but I will read uh, this first this first uh, statement. It says, A startling encounter with the real-world horrors of sexual trafficking that could have come from the pages of any major newspaper. Um, this book was Deliver Me From Evil by Kathy, that's spelled with a K, Kathy Macias. Um, not a true story of the individual, but uh, if I remember right, she she had done quite a bit of investigation and study and interviewed people and basically created these characters based on true stories, based on what the real situation looks like. So that was one of the highlights of 2012. In 2013, one of uh, my guests that really, really stood out to me and really, really touched my heart, his story touched my heart in a profound way, I actually saw him being interviewed on uh, the Sun Life Broadcasting Network. He was on Francis and Friends. I sent him um, a communication and was very surprised and happy and um just just couldn't believe that he responded. Um, but uh, let me read uh, about him, the back of his book. Well, the book, the book is called Nobody's Angel, a story of occult bondage, abuse, and redemption. Nobody's Angel is the true story of former occult practitioner Gregory Reed. Born in Southern California, his childhood was a schizophrenic double life of wonderful, loving parents at home and satanic and sexual abuse outside of their care. Obsessed with the occult, victimized by pedophiles, and on his way to being an Adept occultist at the age of 15, Gregory was pursued by Jesus through persistent encounters with Christians. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. On, on, on one July night, he ended up at a prayer meeting and surrendered his life to Christ. It was the beginning of a new life and into the old and the start of a decade long search for answers to his tormented childhood. Um, it is a riveting testimony to the power of God to deliver and heal even the most shattered of lives. Even as I read it now, I just feel, I just feel how moved I was and am by his story because it is so powerful. It is such a testimony to what God can do no matter what the enemy has done to try to destroy an individual. God is able. He's able to heal and bring restoration. So that was uh, one of the highlights of 2013. Now, here we are in 2014, um, our last several shows, I believe our last six or seven shows, we've been talking about my latest book or my last book, The Story of Me, A Black Nurse, and it allows me to address the issue of racism and the traumas that are caused by racism, and I address it from my own personal life as well as a spiritual perspective. 
Um, if anyone is interested, please go back and listen to those shows because I don't have time to read um, the back cover for you, but the information is there. It's available to you. Please go check it out. Um, I also want to mention that we had um, Dr. McFadden. Dr. Johnny McFadden came on the air with us, and she talked uh, a lot about forgiveness. She taught about forgiveness. And she actually received quite a few hits on the shows that she did for us. So that um, let me know how important that topic was to our listeners. Um, Forgiveness plays a major part in the healing process when it comes to overcoming any kind of trauma or any kind of abuse. And then um, the other highlight just occurred a few days ago, and this is a big one for me, people. This is a big one because my own son, Chris and I, our son, our very own son, our one and only son. No, that's not true because we have a lot of adopted sons. But our son just called me the other day out of the blue, said the Lord had been dealing with him about some things in his life and encouraged him to listen to our for the very first time for the very first time and he said he went it's right there in the bathroom oh never mind he went on the air and listened to our show for the very first time that was like the greatest gift to me people so thank you for celebrating with us tonight please support our program you may do so by clicking on our donate button until next time be blessed We love you much. Good night.